From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, January 6th. I'm Marco Werman. U.S. intelligence agencies are under pressure. Just how effective are they in the wake of that failed attack on a U.S. airliner? And later, how an American TV show helps Serbians get through tough times. On the television, you had only horrible pictures. Uh, you, you see images from the war, you see patriotical garbage and stuff. And then you switch the channel and you have a tropical paradise and a cool guy with a ponytail and a Hawaiian shirt running around. Now this news. BBC News with Nick Kelly. Less than six months before a general election in Britain, the governing Labour Party is embroiled again in internal strife. Two former cabinet ministers have called for a secret ballot of members to decide whether the Prime Minister, Gordon Brown, should continue as party leader. Mr Brown has to call a general election by June this year, and the Labour Party is trailing in opinion polls. Our political correspondent, Naomi Grimley, reports. Jeff Hoon and Patricia Hewitt were both once senior cabinet ministers, but they believe that Gordon Brown is not the right man to lead the Labour Party into this year's general election. So they've contacted all Labour MPs calling for a secret ballot on Mr Brown's future. So far, few cabinet ministers have come out to voice their support for the Prime Minister, but Gordon Brown's key ally, Lord Mandelson, has reportedly told colleagues to ignore the plot and carry on as usual. An Egyptian border guard has been killed during a confrontation with Palestinian protesters on the border with Gaza. Yolanda Nell sent this report from Cairo. This mass rally was called in Rafah on the Gaza side to demonstrate over delays to an international aid convoy trying to enter the blockaded territory through an Egyptian crossing point. There was also anger over Egypt's construction of an underground steel barrier along its 14-kilometre border, designed to stop smuggling. It was not long before the protest got out of control, with Palestinian youth throwing stones at Egyptian border guards. They then shot at the crowd, and gunfire was also heard from the Palestinian side. One Egyptian soldier in a watchtower was killed. The Argentine president, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, has called on the head of the country's central bank, Martin Redrado, to resign. The demand is linked to his refusal to transfer $6.6 billion from the bank's reserves into a special fund to guarantee payments on the country's debt, as she requested in December. Mr Redrado has indicated that he intends to serve out the remainder of his term, which expires in September. The government of Iceland has proposed February the 20th as the date for a referendum about repaying more than $5 billion to the governments of Britain and the Netherlands. The debt was incurred when several Icelandic banks collapsed. Speaking to the BBC on Wednesday, the country's president, Oliver Grimson, said Iceland was not running away from its obligations. Shia Muslim rebels in Yemen have said the West's strategy to counter al-Qaeda there will almost certainly fail unless it is changed. The rebels, who oppose al-Qaeda, said that plans to strengthen the Yemeni President Ali Abdullah Saleh against jihadi organisations wouldn't work because his government had itself nurtured such groups. Yemeni officials deny this. They said other efforts should focus on reducing corruption and repression. World news from the BBC. 
The outgoing United Nations Special Representative to Afghanistan, Kai Ada, has delivered a strongly worded and very negative assessment of the situation in Afghanistan to the UN Security Council. From UN headquarters in New York, our correspondent Matthew Price reports. Almost a decade now into the United Nations mission in Afghanistan, and there is a growing acknowledgement that things are a mess. The UN's special representative there didn't use that word, of course, but Kai Ida's assessment paints a bleak picture indeed. He's worried about certain negative trends, which he fears could become unmanageable. Afghans are frustrated with the situation, he says. So too international donors, and like many, he worries that the insurgency is growing stronger. The gunmen who attacked police in the centre of Srinagar, the capital of Indian-administered Kashmir, earlier on Wednesday, are still holed up in a small hotel. It's now night and correspondents believe the security forces are unlikely...